0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times and The Business Times.
1: Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times and The Straits Times, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. I'm your host, Chris Lim, and today we have with us Abel Lee from Financial Comparison Service, MoneySmart. Abel is the Singapore General Manager for MoneySmart and also oversees the insurance business for MoneySmart. So welcome, Abel. Thanks for coming.
0: Thanks, Chris. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and what Money Smart does? So I'm the general manager in MoneySmart and I oversee the insurance business. What MoneySmart does is pretty simple, right? We are one-stop online finance portal where you can be empowered, you yourself as a consumer can be empowered to make better financial decisions. Okay, well today we're talking about travel insurance. Mm -hmm. Now,
1: you know, this is an investment podcast series. And of course, when you talk about investments, I mean, ILPs, investment link policies, Mm -hmm. will be the most obvious route to investing through insurance. But Mm. in what sense could we say that travel insurance is an investment.
0: Yeah, I think arguably the biggest asset is yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you are the best money making generation asset, right? Mm-hmm. And when you look at travel, when you travel overseas post 9/11 in 2001 to even the recent Hong Kong protests, right? Travel insurance is that vehicle that ensures, you know, if you go for a holiday anything happens, right? It insures you, right? It makes sure that whatever you spend on like medical, maybe a loss of baggage, you can get back your returns and you can get back compensation from travel insurance.
1: Okay, so it's investing yourself mm. and it's preventing loss as opposed to growing your funds, which is what, say, an IOP would might be about in the long term. Correct. This is about preventing loss of your funds. So what's the step-by-step guide to choosing travel insurance, you know, from the basics?
0: A good step-by-step, right, just three steps, very simple. Number one. to compare premiums and value. So for example, what I mean by that, a travel insurance can go as low as $9, right? It can go as high as say $40, $50 depending on destination and the number of people. There are certain key benefits to look at. One would be overseas medical coverage, right? Something happens overseas, things like loss of baggage are things that are very common to, to compare. So that's step one. And step two is actually to look out for reputation around claims. Go to a trusted financial portal, most of them would have something like an editorial about what are the claims experience, uh, what is the reputation of an insurer. Because the last thing you want is to pay good dollar for travel insurance and not be able to claim. Right, thirdly, is something that has been very, very recent. As Singapore approaches the aging population, there are a lot of probably people who are more advanced that cannot claim from their travel insurance. In recent times, the last two three years, they've introduced this new thing called pre-existing benefits kind of embedded into travel insurance. What does that mean? What that means is, so for example, take it that I have a history of maybe migraine and maybe I've been diagnosed with something and I'm not sure because if I go overseas, something might happen and my migraine would be triggered. If I purchase a travel insurance that covers pre-existing illness, it will assure me that whatever happens overseas because of my migraine is actually covered.
1: Okay, okay, so... Three steps. I mean, compare mm-hmm. and then check out the reputation of the company whose insurance package you're considering. And then make sure that if you have any pre-existing conditions that they are indeed covered. Correct. So make sure that it really suits your needs, especially if, if you have any special needs. Correct. Okay, but can you explain to us why it goes from, for example, 9 to 49 and sometimes over
0: $100? I mean, why the big range in prices makes it hard? to choose that's correct Chris but I would argue that it's actually very simple to choose the, the big range actually depends on where you're going how many people are going with you mm. and the country that you're going as a rule of thumb the further you go it's more expensive mm. if let's say you're paying for your family it'll be just more expensive actually within the range of say I'm going to Japan for five days if you go to Money Smart to compare the price range differs from plan to plan or provider to provider okay yep
1: how important is it to go through the nitty-gritty, you know, the big chart and try to look for the apples-to-apples comparisons between various plans and then go line by line? Do you have to do that kind of thing when comparing? Or, I mean, for example, does Money Smart mm. break it down for me so that I don't have to go through the tables that make my eyes water?
0: Correct, exactly right. And, and that's what our site does. We actually simplify very complicated financial jargons. Mm. So through the comparison, you can make a very, very easy comparison But my advice is, you know, do look at the policy brochure or the policy document that you're actually purchasing, right, just as a final check.
1: If you like Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation about travel insurance with Abel Lee from MoneySmart. So Abel, thanks for the tips you've given us and the three steps to start choosing insurance. I still have some questions. Is there a best time to buy travel insurance? How
0: far ahead of traveling should you buy travel insurance, for example? Typically, that's a question that is very hard to answer, right? But I can give you data around it. So number one, typically most people, through our travel insurance survey that we did in-house, right? Typically, most people purchase travel insurance only after they buy their plane tickets and their hotel purchase. So that's the golden window, but if you ask me, the best time to actually purchase travel insurance is actually before oh. you purchase hotels and flight This uh, is news gets. to me. Please break it down for us. Why? In a typical travel insurance policy, there are coverages that ensure trip cancellation and things like that. So, for example, look at the Hong Kong protest. If I purchased a travel insurance before the Hong Kong protest and before I bought all my hotel tickets and flight tickets, right? Before the event happened and before I bought it, I could claim on all those things. So the general rule of thumb, uh, my advice is to buy as early as possible, especially when you already made plans to go Hong Kong, just buy it. Because if you wait any longer, you might run into the event happening in Hong Kong and nothing can be claimed after that event happening. Well, that's a very sobering and concrete example. (laughs) Basically, the moment you know the period
1: Correct. You're going to be travelling. Just buy first. Correct. So that when things start happening, you are covered. Correct. Does that mean that, you know, if I decided, okay, I'm going to go to Hong Kong Mm -hmm. right now, and then in this order, I quickly buy plane ticket, book a hotel, and then right after that, within the hour, buy insurance, I still wouldn't be covered by any disruptions from the Hong Kong protests, etc.?
0: I think that really happens, that will really depends on when the protest starts. Mm -hmm. So if let's say, you know, you were buying your hotel ticket and your flight ticket and just nice, the protest starts then, and you only buy the travel insurance later, then the travel insurance would not cover Mm -hmm. that event. So uh, aside from that though, are there particular
1: kinds of insurance that, travel insurance, that better suit some people than others? Of course, I mean, families, you buy group insurance, but in terms of coverage... Should I look at hefty medical coverage if I'm travelling with my elderly parents, for example? Mm -hmm. Or if I am in a job that Mm. with frequent meetings and disruptions or I have to fly at short notice for product launches, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. do I focus on terms that allow me to claim for more fees, uh, cancellation fees and things like
0: that? Mm. I think in a general bucket of consumers, wait three, right? First bucket is uh, general people who go for holiday I think the main value to look for in the policy is the overseas medical coverage. A second group of consumers would be, or travellers would be, people who want to do adventure sports. So be really careful to look and to compare. So, for example, typical travel insurance can or cannot or may not cover things like bungee jumping, snowboarding, mountaineering. But there are certain plans or certain policies that cover all of them.
1: Okay, so if you have some, I not say fringe, so extreme activities. Mm bungee jumping being one example, or extreme mm. sports, or you're parachuting out of a helicopter with a snowboard to you on you, make sure that sort of thing is covered.
0: Correct. I think one typical leisure activity is diving.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it, so, is it commonly covered or not covered? So, it's normally
0: not covered.
1: Hmm. This is news to me too.
0: Yeah, and it really depends whether you are learning diving or you're diving for leisure. So, typically when you're learning diving, a lot of them cover, but there are some providers that cover more in-depth. When you are learning and when you are going diving for leisure. How do I figure this out? I have to pour through the T's and C's? No, you don't have to. So if you go to Money Smart, right, we put it very, very simply for you it's just a tick or cross, like diving. You're learning diving or you're going for leisure. It's a tick or a cross. So, if you look at a policy, right, uh, mm-hmm. just at one glance, if you're going for a diving trip, when you go onto MoneySmart, you will be able to see which policies uh, suit your needs. What the about best.
1: bungee jumping, skiing? Yes, it's, it, the it's, same. Also,
0: it's also itemized as something. Correct, and, and yeah. So, with, we itemize based on the common leisure activities that people go for. All right.
1: Well, thanks, Abel. I, I think a lot of the points you brought up will be news to people. <laughs> And I I'm think sure. there's some very, very useful advice. So we've been speaking with Abel Lee from Money Smart about the basics of travel insurance. And that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. We hope you like these tips.
0: That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times and The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.